Hey, you guys. So I am back for an episode featuring a friend of mine named Bria, and we will be talking about her love of food, um, where her interest came from, and we will also um, be talking about mental health as well, how it relates to mental health. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and thank you so much for listening this far. Hello, you guys. So I have Bria here, um, ready to go, and I'm going to be asking her first to share about um, where her love of food came from and just share about her catering and get into it. So go ahead, Bria. Hi. Okay. I'm starting off. My name is Chef Bria. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I first started getting into culinary when I was like, uh, I knew I loved cooking, when I was in elementary school and I was in the cooking club and I was just so excited about it. I've always been in the kitchen and acting with my mom and grandma. I've always known from a young age that this is what I've been wanting to do. Um, I went to culinary school in 2014 to 16 and uh, graduated there from a, with a dual diploma in uh, culinary and pastry. So I've been doing this for a pretty decent amount of time. I want to say about eight years. Um, truly being in the kitchen and grinding and whatnot. Um, I worked from like private dining clubs and um, with the home, my hometown team, Jacksonville Jaguars, I've worked for them. So I pretty much gained a lot of experience um, everywhere with my uh, catering and culinary skills. Um, I decided to open my own catering business back in quarantine, you know, when the world was shut down and everybody's wondering like, okay, what I'm going to do for income. And I kind of took that leap of faith and started catering to people. I started off with my um, coworkers and classmates. They wanting stuff and putting in small orders. And then it started growing a bigger fan base when my friends would like just refer me to people and tag me and things on Facebook. So I've been very blessed and fortunate to collect the, uh, good amount of clientele around Jacksonville where I'm from because this is where I'm um, based out of. I know that's right girl. I'm so proud of you. Um, I remember when you used to cook in the kitchen at VF. Yeah girl and it's so crazy how th- little things add up and you just think about it and it adds to a full circle moment. I was like dang I've always been in the kitchen. It's crazy. Right. So tell me uh, have you ever did any like big uh super events like real classy um i guess like high class events like what's your favorite event that you've done so far um i think when i worked a part of the jaguars um we did a christmas party uh it was a real nice christmas party for all the players and staff and whatnot i think that was my favorite event to like cook for um a part of a team of people at uh, the stadium. So it was really dope for that, for people to try your food in front of your face and you think about it and they was like, oh, this is great. So you get that satisfaction from seeing people smile. Um, so I want to say that was probably my favorite event. But uh, I'm doing something high class and classy, you know. So when did you do that event? <laughs> that was like, uh, I did that a couple years ago, like maybe two Christmases ago. Okay, okay. How did you get um, hooked up with being able to cook for the Jaguars, if you don't mind sharing that story? 
Uh, I just, I don't even remember, honestly. Uh, I feel like I applied for it online, and I ended up getting it, and I didn't realize it was at the stadium. So, they was like, oh, okay, well, we definitely want to hire you. And I was like, oh, great. And it's so crazy, like, I started working there, and I was just like, man, this is so cool. Like, I still have my chef jacket and all. Just being around the team that I love so much, because I'm from Jacksonville, you know? So, just, it was like a full circle moment, honestly. Right. So, could you tell me what is your favorite meal to cook? Because I know you cook a lot of exquisite uh, things. So, what is your favorite meal? Um. Honestly, I love soul food. So, the favorite, my favorite meal that I cook for myself that makes me want to slap my own mother would have to be like smothered turkey wings, yellow rice, some good broccoli. You feel me? Because I don't like my broccoli too uh, mushy. I like it just right with the al dente bite, you know, and um, some uh, <laughs> and some dressing. You know, I'm just so I love southern food. So like that would be my favorite meal that I cook for myself. You know, but a meal that I cook for my client that I made was like stuffed salmon with the uh, with the seafood sauce, and then I did a lobster, nice boiled lobster on the side with a compound butter. And broccolini and mashed potatoes. That's my favorite meal I cooked for them, you know, because it was nice and it was nice and pretty, and I plated it up nice. You feel me? And it tasted marvelous, of course. So that's what I would say. My favorite meal I cook for a client is. So uh, I guess my next question is, uh, I guess share a little bit about where you're working now and um, the kinds of events that you're doing at this moment. Um. Now, I took a I took a hiatus for a second to kind of like fall back and get my life together, personally wise. Because I feel like when you're not right, personally, your business won't reflect on that too. You feel me? Right. So I took a hiatus to kind of get my mental health together and get my personal life in order. And what I'm looking forward to working on in the future is dropping my ebook in um, September for my birthday. I'm working on a recipe book. So people can start making what I make at home. Because I always get the question like, what's your favorite meals? What you want to cook? What you love to cook? What you made yourself? My coworkers every day ask me, oh, what did you make this week? What did you what did you cook this week for yourself? So I want to drop an ebook um, in September of my cookbook. I haven't come out with a name. And, I'm like, and when I figure out the name of it, I will definitely shoot it to you too. But um, that's, that's the... Uh, what I'm working on now, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be my 30th project. The first 30 people who want to download it will get it for free. You feel me? That's my birthday gift to them. You know what I'm saying? For checking me out. So I'm looking forward to uh, dropping that in September. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for you. That is so exciting. I'm so proud of you. And it's, um, you know, very important that you mentioned that you actually took time off to get your mental health right because this podcast is about mental health. And, you know, I've taken off work as well to get my mental health right um, because it's so important when um, you're not right mentally, everything else starts to follow um, financially, uh, physically, um, as like you said, materialistically with your job, Um everything starts to fall apart um you know absolutely i i know you you're probably struggling with some depression with this daggone uh, pandemic going on you know i i can definitely feel that absolutely that's what kind of motivated motivated me to start my business anyway because it's like 
man, I'm laid off from work. Like, I, I, my future isn't in my hands anymore because I can't get the income. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so that's why I tried, decided to put my gifts to work, you know? Like, make my gifts make me the income that I need, you know? So what type of food were you making um, with your business? Uh, I honestly make my menu personally customized to my uh, to my client's taste. I offer a basic menu, you me, of recipes and, and ideas that I think are good. You feel me? Most people would just want you to tell them what they should get anyway when they tell you what type of event they want. You know what I'm saying? So I come with a basic menu, but I also can customize it to my like, and some people, like, I cook for a lot of people who are very health conscious. So, if there's recipes that uh, I need to tailor to get for them to get what they want to get, I'll do that for them. Because everything's, I want to make it personalized. You feel me? Like, I wanted to make, like, a restaurant coming to you, you know? Right, right. Um, so, with that, how are your prices? Like, I know, like, it's different per what you cook, but... Um, you know, give me a rundown of like uh one of your I guess your cheapest meals and I guess one of your highest meals. Um to be honest, that goes with like it comes a lot to do with pricing because it starts off basic starts off with four fifty for like a dinner for two, come to your house, do that, do this. But it's also like I travel I uh I tack on a travel fee. You feel me? And I also go shopping for the groceries. So it's also, you have to add the grocery list to it. So it's another maybe 100 to $150 worth of surcharges under that. Unless the client wants to get their own food and I come to their house and cook it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Uh, in some cases, they do it like that too. So like pricing wise, it varies from like 450 to like the most I've done was $1,200. Mm. And what did that entail? Like, was that the lobster and steak and all that? Or was that just a big party? It was a big party. I went to Orlando to cook for a basketball team, a girls basketball team. And um, they had short ribs, smothered chicken, uh, rice, mashed potatoes, broccoli, salad, lemonade. You feel me? Like, and that entailed me traveling there, too. So. Oh, you know, wow. it, it had a lot of prep work because it was for like 11 people. So it was just a lot. But it came out to be a great event, honestly. So do you make your own lemonade too, Bria? Yes, I do. I try to do a lot of things by scratch. You feel me? Because yes. that's what people want nowadays. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't wait to take a trip to Florida and come and get me a plate because I know your food be slamming. Like... Mmm, I want me some salmon. That's what I want, some salmon bites and some white rice. That's what I want. Girl, I got you. You know I'll make that for you any day. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, you know, we were talking about mental health, and would you mind sharing a little bit of what you're struggling with or were struggling with, just just a little bit of it? Um, You know, just to hit it lightly, like, I've dealt with a little bit of depressive episodes you feel me like don't be come and go but like you know once you're in it you're kind of just in it for a while you know just a little funk and that came from just like my own pressure on myself the way I wanted my life to go and the things that I'm doing now you know 
just my own internal pressure, but I always try to think, like, who creates the standard for a lot of these things? You feel me? Society, social media, you feel me? Like, who are you to say that what you're doing now isn't enough, you know? Right, right. So, I, so I always try to keep that mentality to kind of bring me up out of that, but that's about it. It's more like how I'm more pressured on myself than anything, you feel me? So more self-love and self-confidence, you feel like? I mean, yes, of course. Like, because once once I feel this way, like, about myself, I try to just boost myself up, too. You feel me? Like, because you always have that small voice in your head that's telling you you're not doing enough. You feel me? Right. And, and, and it's funny that you say that because I have that voice as well that tells me all the time, like, girl, you are about to be 30 in July. You're not doing enough. Um, you were supposed to be doing this, that, and a third. But I feel like, you know, on the spiritual journey that we're at exactly where we're supposed to be at, where we're at at that time. So um, I feel like the universe has a plan with anything and more so trusting the universe to let us know that everything is going to be okay. Of course, we're going to go through um, periods of depression, especially during this pandemic. I feel as though this pandemic has brought out a lot of depression and anxiety um, within people as a whole. Um, just with everything of being scared of the germs, being scared of where to go, don't want to send the kids to school, send the kids to school, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, quarantine for 14 days, quarantine for five days, you know, it's just, it's just a mess right now in this world, and, um, you know, I, I just want you to know that I'm here, um, whenever you need someone to talk to you about when you're feeling that way, because you're not alone, a lot of people are feeling that way, um, but there's I a light at the end that. of the tunnel. You know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. We are very blessed in, in the bigger picture of it all, you know? Right, right. That is so true. That is so true. So, I guess my next thing would be... Um, how long do would you like this ebook to be? Like, I'm very interested in um, learning more about that. Like, how how many pages do you think? How many recipes? Um, and like you said, you said the first three people will get it for free. Um, I'm ho I'm hoping I'm one of those three people because I definitely need some lessons in cooking, girl. <laughs> um, I want it to be at least a fifteen uh rest fifty recipe book like broke up into three three parts. Like different meals that you can make for like you and company, and different like different things that like I don't know. Just I was gonna uh, try to make this uh pretty much uh, a book for those who just have like I don't know. I want I want to say I want to make this book for people who are like me in a sense, like that want to try something new but don't know how to make it at home. You feel me, like. Right, right. So, like, kind of like a, uh, maybe like a breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert type of thing? Yeah, a little mix of everything, honestly. Like, just little recipes and little tricks and tidbits, like, you could use. Like, oh, I never thought to do this with that, you know? So, how do you start an ebook, if you don't mind me asking that? Uh, first, you start by getting out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what exactly you want this ebook to be and do, you know? 
drawing out like a map of what would you see what it's see what it's going to be you know um and that's the stage i'm in first i'm in the drawing stage where i'm just drawing out and getting my recipes out and trying things testing things out the kitchen trying to find something aesthetically pleasing you know getting the picture together you know so i'm in the drawing stage honestly i'm in the beginning stages of it okay so how long have you been working on it or how long have you been thinking about doing an ebook I've been thinking about this for a while, but I've just now started, like, not now, today, but, like, I want to say on the first year, I wanted to challenge myself by 30 to drop something um, business-wise, because I, I have taken a hiatus. So this is my little challenge to myself, you know? Right. And I'm so proud of you, Um, you know, even though you're taking your hiatus, because it takes a big person and a very mature person to even realize that, hey, I'm not okay, I need to take some time off, I need to figure out some things, I need to work on some things, you know, shadow work is very, very important, and that Virgo energy, you know, like, you're kind of, it's time for you to be in hermit mode, like, I feel like that's what you're doing, the hermit mode thing. Absolutely, and I'm, uh, it's so crazy that, uh, you say that because I have I've been home most of my time like thinking and planning and just being strategic with my movements you know and I feel like I feel like this ebook is going to be a great thing because it's going to spark a lot of interest in my own mind because at some point I really wasn't feeling like cooking anymore like I was just thinking like is this for me is this really meant something I'm meant to be doing you know it was starting to lose its spark for me but I feel like this ebook is kind of putting the spark in it back in me to be more creative and push myself to do something I haven't done. So is that why you took your hiatus? Because you were feeling as though cooking may not be for you because the business wasn't going as good as you planned? Is that what happened? Um, no. It was more of like this is now becoming a chore and not fun anymore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And most businesses are. It's, it's, that's your baby. You feel me? Like, <clears throat> and I was starting to get overwhelmed a little bit. Right. I definitely understand. Yeah, that is normal. That is normal, especially being fresh out. Um,. You know, I think a really good thing for you would to be starting a food truck in your in your area. Um, have you ever thought about starting a food truck? Absolutely. I I've had people tell me every day to start a food truck. But if I'm getting overwhelmed with little bits like this, like a food truck is just nothing but a huge overwhelming. You feel me? Like I need to conquer what's in front of me now. Yeah, and you're right about that. You're right about that. But I feel as though you can handle... I feel like you can handle a food truck. You're probably... You're, you're more than correct. I'm just trying to get there, honestly. Right, right, right. You just got to boost yourself up a little bit more, get a little bit more confidence. But you got this thing, girl. We all got this thing. This thing called life is like monkey bars. Like, you know, you might fall, but you got to keep going to the end. You know, you got to keep going. Absolutely. One monkey bar at a time. Right. One monkey bar at a time. You know, like, 
life is, has a funny way of just going, you know, it has a funny way of going with its loops and its uh, obstacles and um, it's like a it's like a race, like one of those relay races where you got to stop at each point and do a task or something. But, you know, we're all making it the best that we can, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Just got to keep on trucking. Yeah, the little engine that could. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so anything else that you want to share? Um... I just want to thank you for uh, hitting me up today to uh, let me come on your podcast. I really appreciate this opportunity to uh, talk to your, your beautiful audience, for real. Um, and if they're looking to look more into my food page, I'm at Sold Out, S-O-U-L-D, Out Kitchen. At, uh, that's on Instagram. You can hit me up and take a look at my food pictures. They're not that bad, y'all. Like, come check me out. <laughs> Oh, y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all, these food pictures are it. I mean, be making my mouth water, and everybody knows I'm a picky eater. I'm a really picky eater. And it still make my my mouth water, baby. I be hungry. I'm like, damn. You've always been a picky eater since back in the day. Yes, I'm still a very picky eater. And I'm trying to actually, you know, you brought up the whole most of your um, clients are really health-based. You know, I wanted to incorporate that as well because, um, you know, like how how do you feel about um, cooking different foods tailored to your uh, clients? Like what if you get a vegetarian? Are you um, able to make uh, vegetarian food? Like are you able to make some Korean food or Jamaican food? Like what is your why based on what you can and cannot make? Uh, if there's a recipe to it, I'm going to find it. And, and make a mile. That's that's how I think. Like, everything is makeable. You just literally have to just make it. There's a recipe. Like, if you don't know how to make anything vegan, the internet is such a vast thing. Like, I can look up something to make it vegan. But I can also make it my type of vegan. You get what I'm saying? Like, and customize it. That's the great thing about cooking. It's so versatile and so wide where you can really do anything with everything oh well that's right so favorite let's do this favorite dessert uh favorite crippling that is a hard dessert to make isn't it uh yes and no i mean that wouldn't be that hard honestly like if you look at the instructions or watch a youtube video like i think an average person can figure it out they truly wanted to you know Girl, I be watching those cooking shows, and I be like, mm-mm, creme brulee. When somebody said they making a creme brulee, they got to do it right, and they be messing it up. I be like, oh, no, mm-mm, that creme brulee got to be just so right. Yeah, that creme brulee. It's Yeah, it got to be just right. Um, Okay, favorite dessert is creme brulee. Um, let's say favorite side. Um, mac and cheese because it's a classic. Ugh, I can't do the cheese, but I feel you. I know. I know you can't do cheese. (laughs) You still lactose intolerant, girl. I even if I wasn't, I wouldn't fool with the can't stand the taste. Ugh. (laughs) I feel that I've had to get to acquire too. I'm picky with it though. 
girl. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I be watching commercials and like this uh chicken alfredo from Olive Garden. It looks so good. I said if it didn't have that cheese on it, I'd eat it. Mm, if it didn't have that cheese on it. Can't do it. <laughs> I feel that. I don't do cheese everything, but you know, I'll do a little cheese every now and then. How do you like your steak? Uh, medium. So you like the blood? A little bit. A small amount. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I guess that's the chef thing to do. Yeah. You know, since honestly, before that, I used to think, for color this food, I used to think that my shit dark in the middle. But now, now I'm, I'm all about the little pig. You right. Mm. That's for being around them Caucasians. Lord have mercy. I mean, it's just a better steak to me, personally. I mean, my teacher was Caucasian. <laughs> just a jokey joke for my listeners. Just a jokey joke. Y'all know I love my Caucasians now. Y'all know I love my white men. Love them to death, okay? <laughs> Love them. I was looking at TikTok early. I'm like, good God, they have some fine men up on here. Shush. <laughs> oh, yeah. To my listeners, I had to make a new TikTok because my last TikTok got banned. So follow at Mermaid Chew LS. Okay. At Mermaid Chew LS. Follow that TikTok. Yeah, Bria, you have to give all your socials. Give uh, your rest of your socials on here, like your other Instagram and your Facebook and stuff like that, so people can check you out. Okay, so uh, like I said, my food page is Sold Out Kitchen, S-O-U-L-D Kitchen. Um, my personal Instagram is Just Bria, uh, J-U-S-T-B-R. E E E, that's three E's. A. Uh, check out my personal page too. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Sold Out Kitchen. Uh, if you want to like my page, go ahead and do that. Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the time today, you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for this. No problem. Of course, I'm trying to get all um, small business owners. Um, especially African-American business owners. Um, you know, Glenn has been on several times. Glenn Harrell has been on several times talking about his autism business um, that That's he started. Yeah, he started an autism center in Dallas, Texas, or Houston, Texas, actually. Um, so he's been on a few times talking about that. Um, I had somebody else on talk about her spiritual business um, and her struggles with anxiety and stuff like that. I had somebody else on um, talking about his music. And, you know, I'm really reaching out to people. Um, I have a few other people that I'm going to have come on talk about cooking. They cook as well. Um, but I thought you would be um, a perfect first guest, you know. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Chill. Oh, no problem. No problem. Well, I guess we can go ahead and we can end this episode. I hope you guys um like the episode and like the listen. And I will let Bria um say her outro. All right, you guys. You have a loving, blessed day. Do everything positive and everything that makes you happy. Peace out, Girl Scout.